Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Thursday. Yesterday, we took a look at the Beatitudes, the very beginning of the famous Sermon on the Mount. And the Beatitudes really took an honest look at the life of a disciple, the life of someone who is following Christ, someone who is humble, someone who faces loss with grace, someone who is gentle, who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, who is merciful, pure in heart, approaches conflict as a peacemaker, and also unfortunately faces pain and persecution for the sake of Christ. That is an honest look at the life of following Jesus. And so Jesus was laying this out for his disciples on the side of a mountain. Now today, he actually goes into the disciples' purpose and also his own purpose as the Messiah. So we'll dive right in. We are in Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 13, reading from the ESV. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. My two cents here is that our purpose needs to be present even in light of loss and conflict and pain. We talked about those three things yesterday because blessing can still exist. God's blessing can exist when we experience loss and conflict and pain because our satisfaction, our contentment, and our fortune is in Christ and not in this world. So to me, Jesus is saying, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Not just when things are going well, but even when you experience loss and conflict and pain. Don't hide under a basket. Don't lose your saltiness when difficulties come up. Instead, be the light, be the salt. Be Jesus' hands and feet of love to your neighbors, even in difficult situations and with difficult people. Now he goes on to talk about his own purpose, hopping back in at verse 17. 
do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. Now, a quick pause here. The law or the prophets is actually referring back to the Old Testament. The law refers to the first five books, and the prophet can refer to the rest of the Old Testament. So Jesus is saying, I haven't come to abolish what you heard in the Old Testament. Hopping back in. Do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass away from the law until all is accomplished. Another fun fact here, an iota is actually the smallest character in the Greek language. So essentially, he is saying, until heaven and earth pass away, not a single word, not a single character, not a single dot can be taken away from the law, including the Old Testament. Hopping back in at verse 19. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So what is he saying here? As we talked about a few days ago, the scribes and the Pharisees were seen as very religious and very quote-unquote good people. They did all of the outward works. They did all of the extra laws that they added to God's law. And he says, unless you are even better, even more outwardly righteous, you will not earn your salvation. So what does that mean for us? That means we need to be poor in spirit, recognizing our own sin and coming to Christ in faith for our salvation. At that point, we can turn to every word, every line, every dot of scripture as truth and as our anchor because Jesus is the word. Even when it is difficult, and in the coming days, there will be some difficult things that we're going to hear. Even when it's difficult, we can still rely on God's word, and we still have to trust God's character. So as we see in this last section, Christ, his purpose is to fulfill the law, something that Matthew shows throughout the entirety of this book. Jesus is here in fulfillment of Old Testament prophecies. But more than this, Jesus is also a fulfillment sacrificially. Like he finished up saying, no one can earn our salvation. So instead, Jesus steps in to fulfill our sacrifice on our behalf. And as we'll continue to see, the Old Testament talks about all of these sins, all of these don'ts, all of these things that are, are not good in God's eyes. And Jesus shows us how it goes a step further than we thought to our heart intent. 
But thankfully, Jesus fulfills the Old Testament prophecies and he fulfills our sin sacrificially that we are saved. And so now, because of that salvation, we can be the salt and we can be the light of the world, bringing his love and bringing his truth to those around us. Bring his love and his truth into your life today, and I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.